While exploring Low Bar in Britain one day, a teenager named Stephen Jenkins happened upon a ghostly medieval army. All of a sudden, standing right before him in all their splendid glory, they vanished as quickly as they had appeared. Jenkins eventually came to believe that this was made possible due to the supernatural elements of the area and that the Phantom Army was none other than King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table. This is Supernatural Matters, a psychic story original, and I'm your host, Nicole Bigley. This week, a new episode of Supernatural Matters will air every day leading up to Halloween, where I'll be sharing an unexplained mystery, leaving you to ultimately decide, natural or supernatural. You can find all episodes of Supernatural Matters for free on your favorite podcast player or at SupernaturalMatters.com. And if you like what you're hearing, reach out on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at A Psychic's Story. Evidence exists that some ancient societies wanted the land around them to reflect the interconnectedness of life, imitating patterns they noticed in constellations, changing seasons, or rituals they performed. Ritual paths are often found near some of Great Britain's ancient megalithic sites, but ley lines, unlike the paths which are marked clearly on the land, can often be detected by plotting them on the map of an area and looking for connections. By literally connecting the dots, a pattern can emerge, and a surprisingly high number of supernatural experiences are said to occur on or near ley lines. Those alignments of prehistoric sites, stone circles, altars, and medieval churches. The theory promotes the belief that ancient structures were built on specific sites in order to form patterns and were so aligned that if you continued in a straight line after walking from one structure to another, you would soon come across a third. Some visitors to these sites have visions of historic figures reenacting the deeds they performed in a past life. Others say they feel the physical presence of a strange force that they cannot see or identify, but that lifts them from the ground, strikes them, shoves them about, or suffuses them with inexplicable moods. No one seems to be able to fully explain the reasons for these things, but statisticians, engineers, dowsers, psychics, astroarchaeologists, and of course UFO buffs have all had a hand in trying. Some researchers believe that leys are located along channels of geophysical power. We cover more about ley lines in the Supernatural Matters episode of Coral Castle. But it is suspected that ancient people sensed a pulsating energy coursing through the earth and built their monuments at sites where the energy was the strongest. Some investigators even believe that the intersections of leys form so-called nodes, which they say are points where the energy is particularly strong and is able to set off supernatural phenomena, open portals to other times, dimensions, or even defy natural law, things like gravity. Full explanations remain elusive to this day, but many supernatural experiences have been reported on ley lines. One such instance is the Phantom Army at Low Bar. Late one afternoon in August 1936, a 16-year-old named Stephen Jenkins was exploring on Low Bar, a stretch of the Cornish coast where King Arthur is said to have met his death. As Jenkins was looking around, he was astonished to see a host of medieval warriors and chainmail suddenly appear before him. 
Some wore cloaks of black, others white, and others red. Their horses were covered decoratively to match. One soldier in particular stood in the center of the army with hands gripping tightly on his sword. He was staring directly at Jenkins. While clearly shocked, Jenkins' curiosity outweighed his fear. As he stepped forward to get a closer look, the army vanished as suddenly as it had appeared. Over the years, as Jenkins grew up, went to college, got married, had children, he couldn't shake the experience from his memory. So, 30 years later, he returned to the exact same spot at Low Bar with his wife in tow. Now, Jenkins' wife hadn't really believed him all those years, but being the supportive spouse that she was, she decided to join him in his quest that day. Then, while suddenly standing, looking out from the bar, suddenly a medieval legion covered in chainmail, some standing and some sitting high atop their warrior horses, flags, spears, and swords in hand, materialized. Afraid that she was hallucinating, she rubbed her eyes. Upon opening them, she blinked. Nope, it wasn't a dream, nor a mirage. It wasn't a figment of her imagination. What stood before them was clearly an army in all its medieval glory. And just as quickly as they'd appeared, they faded away. Jenkins was ecstatic. He'd not only seen them once, but twice, and this time he had an eyewitness along with him. Over time, Jenkins became to believe that the ghostly warriors that haunt the Cornish countryside were made visible by psychic energy emanating from the notes or intersection of the lays nearby. Low Bar, after all, is located on a ley line that runs directly from Landowak Church up through British Church and to a connection with two other lays at Townshend. The Low, also known as Low Pool, is the largest natural freshwater lake in Cornwall, UK and is in and of itself a geological mystery. The name Low comes from the Cornish Loch, meaning a deep water inlet. The lake was once a tidal arm of the sea from which the River Cober flowed. But the story of how this once partially enclosed coastal body of water became blocked with the bar and formed the deep pool we see today is just one of its many mysteries. Geologists say that Low Bar is a textbook example of a shingle bar that cuts off from a lake from the open ocean. But this is a pretty rare occurrence in the British Isle and a process that has never been fully explained. How and when Low Pool and the bar officially formed continue to puzzle researchers. Legend has it that around the beginning of the 13th century, the mouth of the Cobra estuary was cut off from the sea by a vicious storm. The wild seas threw up so much stone and sand that the bar, hence Low Bar, was formed. But there's very little supporting evidence of this. In fact, geomorphological evidence contradicts this theory entirely. Low bar is made up mostly of chalk flint, about 90% of it. And this fact creates its own mystery. There are no flint sources in the area and very few in Cornwall as a whole. As a result, some geologists believe that the bar was formed by flint shingle that was washed up from the seabed around 3000 to 4000 BC when the sea rose to its present level. But regardless of how it was formed, it is undeniable that something supernatural is in and around the low. The low is reputed to be the lake in which Sir Bedivere cast King Arthur's sword Excalibur. This idea may have been popularized by Alfred Lord Tennyson, who chose Low Pool as a key location in his famous work, Idols of the King. 
The series of narrative poems retell the legend of King Arthur, his undying love for Queen Guinevere, and her tragic betrayal of him, the Knights of the Round Table, and the rise and fall of his kingdom. For people who live close to the low, it has become infamous for other reasons. Local superstition warns that Lowpool claims a victim every seven years, and as such is always treated with caution and respect. The lake is notorious for drownings, which seem to happen at regular intervals. This dark prophecy is no modern invention. Going back as far as 1878, the Royal Cornwall Gazette has reported drownings. One such tragedy was recorded about a young man. The article ended with, quote, There is an old legend which says that some are drowned in low pool every seven years. The old folks about here believe it, and well they may. For several sevens past, they have had good cause, end quote. Many other newspapers have covered events about people drowning accidentally or taking their own lives. The main theory as to why the lake is so dangerous is the long, thick weeds that grow on the bottom. It is thought that people may become tangled in it and are pulled down or held under. At one time, the lake was 40 feet deep in areas and bodies would sometimes take days to surface. The water, after all, likes to keep her secrets. All mythical stories about the low are related to how the bar was formed or involved the water in some way. In one, the devil is flying over the area in the form of a dragon carrying a red hot stone from hell with the intention to burn the town to ashes. Fortunately for the townspeople, St. Michael saves the day by slaying the dragon and sending the hellstone into the depths of the lake. And if you're looking for a windfall, you may want to head to the low and keep your eyes peeled as you walk beside the lake. Legend has it that the mound of the bar was created to hide and bury a treasure ship. Regardless of what natural occurrence created the low, the myths and legends around it shouldn't be easily discounted. Stories of folklore and myths don't just come out of nowhere. There is usually an event or a key moment that triggers it. A reason for the story. Like a lesson for people to teach or learn. A tradition, custom, or belief that should not be forgotten passed down by generations over the ages, it's how legends are made. As to whether the phantom army seen by Jenkins and later again by him and his wife together is true, it was real enough to them, backed up not only by others over time that have experienced countless strange phenomena, but things that science cannot fully explain. If you ever happen to be in Britain, you may want to add low bar to your list of places to check out. You never know you may end up getting a glimpse at the supernatural. Thank you for listening to this episode of Supernatural Matters. So what do you think? Does King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table haunt Low Bar? Or was the Phantom Army a figment of Stephen Jenkins' wild imagination? Head over to SupernaturalMatters.com or A Psychic Story on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to give us your thoughts. You can also leave us a voicemail at 1-800-880-1881. You can find all other episodes of Supernatural Matters for free on the website or on your favorite podcast player.